basement
You are listening to The Real Alternative Hour on ModSnap Radio and or Mixcloud. This is DJ Depraved, and I hope you enjoyed that show. Before AJ and I get started on our commentary, we have a word from DJ Dante's Prayer, a.k.a. The Count, and this is his segment, Old Man Yelling at a Cloud. Testing one, two, three, testing one, two, three. Yes, this is another edition of Old Man Yelling at Cloud. My weekly podcast, well, actually, it may not be weekly. Usually, I'll update us whenever I have to wake up at 3 a.m. to take a piss for the fifth time overnight. Anyhow, so in the news today, I do see that there are UFOs being spotted everywhere. There was just a report last night a UFO was spotted in San Diego. Uh, UFOs have been spotted over the, the country of Ukraine, Russia, New York City, Japan, Venus, Tokyo, Dallas, wherever, let you go. Um, it could be demons, it could be actual alien little green men with big black eyes, or it could just be a bunch of hippies taking too much DMT or mushrooms. I'm, I'm referring to you, Mr. Um, Elon Musk. Anyhow, so what else is in the news? Uh, we show that Britney Spears has just uh, appeared nude once again on Twitter. If you haven't seen it, go to twitter.com forward slash whatever Britney Spears' handle is. Apparently on her, uh, let's see what we have on her particular little thing she spelled here. I don't know, she's apparently making a movie called like something about her vagina, which is kind of interesting. I don't, I don't want to read. Oh yes, the legislative act of my pussy. Very, very bizarre. I don't know if there's an actual movie coming out. Maybe she's going into porn. Who knows? Anyhow, what else is going on in the news today? Oh, Circle K gas stations are starting to sell at marijuana in 2023 in only the state of Florida. Now, will it reach other heights or other different convenience stores? Who knows? In fact, why even bother? Why is this even news? Why well, can't just go down the street and just get my own marijuana from my own local dealer who is at uh, what we call Little Habib stores? Anyhow, the U.S. has forces have smuggled 92 tankers and trucks of stolen Syrian oil and wheat from Syria to U.S. bases belonging to neighboring Iraq. And that's my cat Scotchy having a fit. Um, let's see what else we have here. Pfizer creator admits he and his family are not vaccinated and they're not legally allowed to the vaccine. The CDC has quickly made an announcement to say that they're going to include COVID vaccines to uh, as a, one of the vaccines that all our children have to take. Uh, black female trans doll has a penis. Uh, and there was also oh, more alien information. An abduction was caught on infrared camera. Is it true? Who knows? ABC producer not seen since April when FBI mysteriously raided his house was writing a book about disastrous buy-in withdrawal from Afghanistan. Interesting. And also, let's go into World uh, World War III news. Apparently, there's a bunch of Iranian drones just zooming in and out everywhere. U.S. State Department, we would not hesitate to use our sanctions and other appropriate tools against all those involved in supplying Russia with Iranian drones, which means we're going to shake our fists really, 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 really hard this time against the Iranians. Um, the U.S. State Department has also committed to al- working with allies to prevent the transfer of dangerous weapons to Russia. Now. There's also going to be a big one coming up soon in the region of Kershaw. I'm not sure if I'm even pronouncing that right. Apparently, they're evacuating about dozens of different uh, personnel there from different countries, ranging from China, from Afghanistan, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, the stand where, uh, what's his name, uh, that 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 guy that with the weird uh, green uh, bikini, I forgot. Oh, Borat, that's his name. Uh, the country where Borat's from also pulled their personnel from the region of Kershaw. Who knows what's going to happen there, but let's keep an eye on it. Will there be nukes or will there be a bunch of shit bags being thrown everywhere? Who knows? And also on a side note, <clears throat> this, ep- this uh, particular podcast episode this hour is about post-grunge bands. I'm not really too familiar with post-grunge bands. I don't think I even noticed there was a post-grunge uh, type of a scenario. I mean, last I checked, um, there was Nirvana and there was Mud Honey and there was uh, the Streaming Trees, who were the most notable bands I listened to during the grunge era. Soundgarden is also one of them. But then the post-grunge bands that I looked up uh, doing a little googly search was Foo Fighters, Live, Bush, Puddle of Mud, Breaking Benjamin, Three Days Grace, Creed, Collective Soul, Shinedown, Candlebox, Seether, Matchbox 20, and Nickelback. So either two things that what I feel post-grunge is. One, it's a bunch of bands who like to yarling all throughout their music. And they're just also former members of previous other grunge art. Famous grunge acts, Foo Fighters and 
I believe live is also used to be Screaming Trees. Is that true? Probably not. And on scene news in San Antonio, Texas, all I gotta say, it's boring and it's game old. I'm not sure how the goth scene with all the 20 or 30 different goth nights are gonna sustain when the gas prices and the food goes up. But hey, you know what? Who knows? Maybe we'll see a bunch of goths like just dressed up in all black wearing dresses marching down to their deaths over in Ukraine and Russia. So anyway, let's go ahead and go back to the Cuban and the, the ginger for the rest of the alternative album. This was Old Man Yelling at Clouds, and was this particular five minutes of your time taken away from you that you'll never get back? Yes, it is. Back to you guys. Mod Snap Radio, it's DJ Depraved, and well, that was the post-grunge hour this week, so... Um, this was actually one of AJ's ideas, and when I put it on there, he called, he gave me a creative name for that one, so. <laughs> what, post-crunch? Uh, he called me a dictator over that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I only called you that because you keep saying, okay, this week we're doing this, next week we're doing that, and it's like, hey, man, can I get a week? <laughs> well, um... How about the week after you get to choose then? So, because uh, next week, of course, we're going to be doing spooky music. So, spooky hour. Yep, because you weird Halloween people are finally getting your day. Which means we're just going to play uh, recordings of uh, old men yelling at cloud backwards, and it'll be all hope, hopeful and happy stuff when you do that. Yeah, it'll all be. Uh... If you play Old Man Yelling at the Cloud backwards, then it just comes out to being uh, chiptune music. <laughs> yeah, it's just chiptunes with a husky singing over it. <laughs> it's the Happy Tree Friend song. La 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 da da la 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 da da. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Shoot me now. <laughs> But anywho, um, this week we chose tracks by bands who uh, did post-grunge music, which is a kind of small and strange time where uh, grunge had kind of went to wayside and alternative was kind of in a uh, strange, I guess you could call it adolescent period. And I got the um, description of it from Wikipedia here. And post-grunge is a derivative of grunge that has a less abrasive or intense tone than traditional grunge. Originally, the term was used almost pejoratively to label mid-1990s rock bands such as Bush, Candlebox, and Collective Soul that emulated the original sound of grunge. In the late 90s, post-grunge morphed into a more clearly defined style that married the sound and aesthetic of grunge with a less intense and abrasive tone rising to the prominence that lasted in the 2000s with bands such as Foo Fighters, Live, Bush, Puddle of Mud, Breaking Benjamin, Three Days Grace, Default, Creed, Collective Soul, Shinedown, Candlebox, Seether, Matchbox 20, and Nickelback, all of which has achieved mainstream success. So... You can't have your nickel back. Um, I'm not going to, no. Uh-uh, nope. <laughs> oh, so, so this gross. week we played bands by post-grunge bands, and I'll go over mine. I'll go over the five tracks I played right now, and without further ado, my first one was by Breaking Benjamin, and then was their song Breath. Second track I played was by Three Days Grace, and I played Animal I Have Become. So third band was by Seether, and that was Remedy. Cold rounded up number four for me this week with Suffocate. And the band Live was at number five for me with The Dolphins Cry. And I remember first hearing that on VH1 back in like 1997 or 98. The music video was something else. And that's how I kind of got introduced to post-grunge music. 
You know, to be honest with you, I don't hear much difference between post-grunge and grunge, but I guess they would say the same thing about hardcore and post-hardcore or punk and post-punk. It, uh, yeah. It's obviously where they got their start, but they kind of veered into some other territory, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't hear a whole lot of difference between banging on a post versus post-punk. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, well, there you go. Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Uh, and they were all blanks. Yeah, all right. Sure. So my five tracks this week, uh, track number six was the, the band Feeder with Torpedo. And that's a relatively new uh, track in a newer band from uh, this year that I'd never heard of. And so when I was doing the research for this, I found out about them. I played it and I, I really liked it. And I thought, yeah, that. That totally encapsulates that early 90s, you know, alternative rock sound. That sounds very grunge. Yeah, Feeder was a band I listened to, God, way back in the day. I I, I always completed them more with um, Britpop bands like Oasis or Blur. I'd never heard of them before, but okay, I believe you. I just know that that song is recent, so. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, my uh, second track this week, track number seven, was Smoking Umbrellas by the band Failure, who I've spoken about many, many times. And I've always loved Failure, and I guess I always thought of them as just being alternative, not necessarily grunge or even post-grunge. But technically, if you listen to that album, there's a couple of songs on there that I guess would qualify as being post-grunge. It perfectly makes sense what that would be. It's got a grunginess to it, but it's more epic than just regular plain vanilla grunge. So mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense. I guess that's that's exactly what it should be. So that uh, was a chance to play that song, which I've never, ever gotten to play on the show ever for any reason. So that was good. And then my third track this week, track number eight, was the Afghan Wigs with the song The Getaway. And they've been around forever. And I never thought of them as grunge, let alone post-grunge. But this song, I can hear the grunge influence for sure. Um, I always just thought they were more like a hard rock uh, alternative act. But, you know, like we've talked about before, in the end, this is all just different shapes and styles and genres of rock and roll. It's all the same thing, really. Yeah. Yeah. Continuing another band that I would have just called a, a hard rock, uh, like alternative band, uh, the classic Kings X with their song, All God's Children. And uh, I don't think I've listened to Kings X in two decades, man. But uh, mm-hmm. I was trying to find tracks that were post grunge, as I mentioned earlier, and I, I came across this one. And uh, it was labeled as such, and I listened to it, and I thought, yeah, I like this song. And it's definitely got a post-crunch thing going, so no problem. So I ran with it. Then my last track this week, track number 10, was a, a shocker to me. I wasn't planning on playing her. Uh, I think I've only ever played her once back when uh, the drummer from Foo Fighters died. What was his name again? Um, Taylor Hawkins was the one that died from Foo Fighters recently. Yeah, well, he had also been her drummer back when she had her breakout album. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we had had to play music that was related with him when we did that show on him. And I played an Alanis Morissette song back then. Didn't think I'd ever get a chance to play another one for a long time, but it came tonight with uh, her new album that just came out this year and the song, The Lightworkers Lament. And uh, when I played it, I can hear grunge, but I also hear, and, and I mentioned this to you, it, it, it kind of, has like a shoegaziness and ambient music thing going on too mm-hmm. and uh found it very interesting i thought it was the most interesting track i picked i don't know that i would necessarily put that in the grunge uh arena but the album is labeled as a, a post grunge so i thought that uh that it would be a good choice and i actually liked it more than just about anything else even though it's not what i would normally have thought Alanis Morissette would have put out. It's good to yeah. see that she's still making music and some interesting stuff at that. I really, really like that song. So anyway, I just thought I'd mention all that. Was that? Alanis Morissette's been around a long time. Um, it's good to oh, see that she's still making good music. 
Yeah, man. I mean, I never was a huge fan, but I actually like her newer stuff way more than I like her older stuff. Yeah. Can't say I, can't say I really ever listened to too much from her, but, I mean, it's good to see that she's still out and around. So, I mean, <laughs> a lot of times yeah. it seems like with bands, they'll make two or three good albums, they'll make their money, and then they just kind of disappear. So, but... Apparently not her. They don't necessarily disappear, but they just they 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 stay around for another two or three decades. But they write a bunch of music nobody cares about anymore, or they've already done it. They don't really change or grow as a band. Billy Corgan, <laughs> <laughs> right? Actually, the good finally, ones have finally to. got around after twenty years. He's finally making good music again. So you have to you have to try and you have to kind of evolve. You have to think like David Bowie and and just keep doing this uh, something different. Yep. Because if it's more of the same, then it's just kind of like, oh, I like I like him from 30 years ago. I don't like this new stuff. It's him trying to be that from 30 years ago, but it's a pale comparison. Yeah, very true. So very true. So mm -hmm. like I said, next week is, uh, well, next, uh, what, Monday is going to be Halloween. So I don't have anything major planned. But then again, I mean, my birthday is on November 1st, so. Uh, Halloween was never really that big of a deal to me once I hit adulthood. Of course, as a kid, it was a big deal to me. I mean, it's like, oh, so this is how your birthday's supposed to be. You know, you shot, you costume up and then you go around, around the neighborhood and everybody gives you candy, you know, and that's how your birthday's supposed to operate. No, 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 no. Now you just get in the stranger's van. So... Yep. Now you just, all, yeah. uh, strangers give you candy on your birthday. So. Yeah. Now you just get in the stranger's van and they give you all the candy, but you get all kinds of other stuff on top of that. Yeah. The last time I got in a stranger's van, they give me a they give me an STD. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't think I want to do that much anymore. <laughs> so, but um. I guess uh, in current in current events coming what next month and uh, over the week of Thanksgiving, I will be coming down to San Antonio to visit y'all. So, yeah, if you want to hang out with me, just let me know enough ahead of time, and we'll work it out. And yeah. speaking of getting STDs from strangers, isn't Polybius next? Oh yeah, it was Sprunk and Steve and uh, uh, what? Sprunting Steve and what did we say? <laughs> oh, Count Sprunt. No, no, it was Sprunting Steve and, and Count Sprunk. There it was. No, 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 it was Count. Uh, oh God, what was it? Something in a cup. Sample in a cup. Spunk in a cup. <laughs> Count Sprunk in a cup. Count Sprunk in a cup. Yeah, there you go. Yuck. <laughs> And uh, if you're wondering what sprunking is, um, look it well, up. Just get on Urban Dictionary and look it up and enjoy. <laughs> You'll have yourself a sprunty old time. Yep. And if you listen to us on Mixcloud, do like, share, and subscribe to the show as always. And give us a suggestion um, for our future shows or uh, bring up a next. discussion. Sprunt so, the bus is next. Yep, Polybus is up next, and unless you're listening no, to us on Mixcloud, which then, well, you get to choose what you want to hear from here. So. Sprunt-a-bus. It's Sprunt-a-bus. Let's get it right. <laughs> Sprunt-a-bus. <laughs> what the hell is a Sprunt-a-bus? It's like a snuffle up, I guess, but grosser. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> probably has just as many, uh, just as many uh, nasty juices as a... Uh, Bang bus, but you know. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, but at guys, least you had to pay to get on the sprunt bus. Oh, gross. <laughs> but anywho, guys, we will talk to you guys next week and behave.